0: Welcome all to the Snail Trail 4x4 Podcast. If you like going off-roading in Toyotas, wrenching on Toyotas, camping in Toyotas, and maybe even poking a little bit of fun in Toyotas, and of course, hearing about how fantastic... What is that? Hammer lung is in Toyotas. (laughs) Then this is the podcast for you. That's right, ladies and germs. My name is Tyler, and joining me, episode 366... Of the snail trail four by four podcast is Mr. Jimmy Hammerlung himself.
1: How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Were you second guessing yourself on the number
0: of this episode? No. Okay. I was uh I was I was trying to think of hammerlung. Oh, that maybe. I don't yeah. remember now. Okay. Uh
1: huh. I have memory of a goldfish. Right. Especially yeah. when doing the intro. Exactly.
0: What just happened? Yep. <laughs> What am I talking about? Yeah, Uh, exactly.
1: (laughs) Well, we got a fun episode ahead of you or ahead of us Mm -hmm. and ahead of you. Uh, We've got a few things that we need to cover real quick before we jump into what we have down on the docket is 15 things that you should do down at King of the Hammers.
0: Yeah. And this is going to go on for eight episodes. (laughs) So hopefully you guys are ready, buckled up and ready to go. No, (laughs) that'd be funny though. That'd be funny. God. It'll
1: go on for 15 episodes. (laughs) We're doing one an episode, 10 minute segments, just
0: like we talked about in the last way We get to 375 quicker here. All right. And then we can retire. Sweet. I'm ready. (laughs) Greg and Jeff, we're coming for you, man. They're, I'm sure they're enjoying retirement right now. Probably. Yeah. Three years later. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, some of the things we need to get through is we're still in January. So that means we are still counting down until we get to do a giveaway with more Uh, we got a couple of single, t- single tire trail inflators. I don't know why that's so hard for me to say. I don't know either. Single tire should have named them something different. I, know, right? <laughs> I want to say single tile, single, single tile, tire, single tire inflators, trail inflators, trail inflators. <laughs> yes. Trail version. Yes. Um, so anyways, we got a couple of those for some lucky wieners out there. What comes in one of the single tire trail inflator? Um, that comes with the uh, tire inflator, which has a 30-inch lead off of it to go from the inflator to your tire, which means you can use a single tire inflator while standing up. Can you? I can. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that means that I can. Exactly. Yep. means that most regular peasants can. Yes. For that. And so
1: did you design it <laughs> for yourself knowing that you're abnormally tall? Kind of. And yeah. then anybody's shorter than you, which is pretty mm-hmm. much like, 90% of the world. <laughs> yeah. It'll work for
0: pretty much. Yeah. Kind of
1: like this d- bench that you're sitting on, which hey, when I sit great. on it, I can't, my feet don't hit the floor. <laughs> I don't know. I if feel I- <laughs> like a little
0: kid's swinging my feet. I think you Ryan and Sean all cannot sit on this. Like, nope. <laughs> I think the only ones are me and Zach. I don't know if Kyle can I'll have to tell Kyle to sit here one day and see what happens. Yeah. See, uh, see <laughs> if he starts swinging his feet as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, Welcome to the club, Kyle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, So anyways, uh, yeah, we got the single tire inflator and it's a lever actuated valve on it with the gauge kind of all built into in one body casing of the entire thing. A lot of single tire inflators out there, you see like the gauge is separate. It's like threaded into a pistol grip or something. And ours is not. It's built into all one giant unit. And it's, you know, fits in your hand. Great. We uh, vinyl dipped the handle so that it doesn't get cold in your hand in cold shop areas or out in snowy environments or cold deserts. And uh, we gave you enough hose to stand up and we use our new more locking collar air chucks, which are phenomenal, uh, which means you can also use it on rapid valves, uh, apex rapid valves oh, cool. if you want. Nice. Yeah. The, the gauge reads uh one to 150 PSI, 1% accuracy across the scale. Yes. That's and,
1: what's the big
0: benefit of digital. It is the big benefit of digital. Yep. And it has a bleeder valve on it. Oh, cool. So you can, if you're, you know, on one tire at a time, you can push a little bleeder valve and it'll release air from the system. Slowly, to help though, sl- huh? very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like I've thought mm-hmm. about putting a bleeder valve on the quad, the Morflate quads for a while. And I was like, it's just, there's no use because there's so much air in four tires that that's the speed of a bleeder valve would make no difference. And you would just be sitting right. there forever yeah. Trying to deflate. Just open and close the valve real quick. Mm-hmm. Exactly. One PSI, two PSI. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, uh there's that, that's the single tire inflator, plus a 15 foot um hose extension to reach from the tire inflator back to your air source, wherever oh, cool. it is on the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And so um, all of that comes in one of our cool Morphe bags. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: I got to experience one of these mm-hmm. here fairly recently. You I did? was down at Stellar Built's.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. We yeah. didn't really talk about this on one of the last podcasts, but mm-hmm. I went down to Stellar Built. They helped me change out the balloon on the inside of the oh, wheel okay. um, for so I can safely air down okay. to 4 PSI, mm-hmm. like when I was out wheeling with you in the snow. So they, I went down there and we threw the tire on their little tire machine and popped the bead off. And when we were doing the installation process, we had to blow up the balloon a little bit Mm -hmm. to give it some, so it's more or less stays in its place. And they pulled out a single tire inflator from Morflate. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, cool. (laughs) I know what that is.
0: Yep. Yeah. I had uh, them doing kind of beta testing with them um, to see if they recommended any changes on them. Um, If they, you know, were like, Hey, you know, this is, this is going to work or this is a dumb, it doesn't work very well kind of right. thing. Um, and so they did some, uh, we had uh, another body shop doing some, and we had uh, uh, somebody who works at a PG and E repair maintenance facility for oh, vehicles wow. for okay. PG and E vehicles. And all of them said they loved it. Oh, cool! So I was like, cool. I guess we were onto something here. I yeah. Don't know. There you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good deal. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. fun to see and uh, experience and try mm-hmm. out a yep. little bit and, it it seemed to work great. It was cool to just get instant. Like, you know, when you did the old school ones and you'd go to inflate a tire and you're bent over at the tire and you're pressing it down and then you release and the little stick pops out Uh and, and then you go, Oh, I'm at like 20, three to 28 pounds (laughs) somewhere in that range. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the middle bar about to come out or (laughs) whatever it is. Uh, Uh, you got the instant feedback on the screen of the, Mm -hmm. on the more flight one. It was really
0: cool. And it's a big, it's a pretty big screen too, for, which is really nice. And, the. the display lights up in neon green as well. So it makes it really nice for night wheeling oh,
1: too. There you go. Mm-hmm. Or Perfect. Dark environment, so. so we're
0: giving two of those away. We've got two of them. So two, yep. two lucky
1: winners, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like we have the two lucky winners that we did for the December giveaway for presents. Let's go team Nolan. Let's go team Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> I think I just lost the game right now. <laughs> Let's go team Brandon.
0: <laughs> I love it. I'll, I'll cut that last part out. Hey, you can actually <laughs> say, let's go Brandon now. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> let's go Brandon. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So yeah, we're going to have two winners just like we did last month. And so uh, we'll be announcing the winners here uh, a couple of weeks, probably. For, uh, I haven't looked Three how the weeks. dates are going to uh, lay down for yeah. when the well, payments get. i so. king of the hammers. Oh, that's true. We probably will be at King of the Hammers. So <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do that probably when we, get, when we get back. So third, fourth week of February, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As we're closing up February's giveaway. Yeah. Somewhere around there. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how things lay out. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's the giveaway for this month. If you want to get signed up, make sure you do that uh, before the end of the month, before January 31st, end of the day there. Uh, and you do that through I rate four by four, go to the snail trail four by four forum, which is Boop, right there on top of the wheeling wine and whiskey forum because it's better. And um, all you do is you sign up through the buttons on the right-hand side of the screen. If you're on a computer and if you're on a mobile device, the little buttons will be down at the bottom of the page. Cool. Yep.
1: Thank you very much.
0: You're very welcome, sir. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Do we have any, other, I don't think we have any other housekeeping today. No, not really. Yeah. We did F and G's birthdays, mm-hmm. everything
1: along those lines. Last uh, episode. Uh, We'll do reviews on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I say, let's jump into it.
0: Cool. Sounds good, man. I guess without further ado, we have a fun episode of a bunch of stuff that you should do or think about doing, consider doing while you're down at King of the Hammers. So grab your favorite chapstick and favorite goggles and get ready because we'll be right on back with today's camp Friday discussion. At 4Wheel Underground, we don't do DIY kits. With 26 years of experience, we've designed and engineered suspension geometry for maximum performance and predictability on and off-road so that you don't have to. Check out 4Wheel Underground to find the best engineered Toyota suspension solutions at 4WheelUnderground.com. Oh, welcome back, ladies, gentle ladies, booth babes. Um, Kyle from Yokohama is their booth babe this year. I heard he's going to be in a Speedo all week long and goggles. So, yeah, I think we just lost our sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle's like, cut him off. They're (laughs) done. Oh, oh I, I was more referring, like, I don't really want to go over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> oh man. I would go over. I would take pictures with you, Kyle. <laughs> Tyler will be in his speedo also. Yes. I will also probably be spending a lot of time over at the 74 weld booth, trying to talk them into something. <laughs> I like that idea as well. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, So yeah, man, uh, we have a fun episode today about king of the hammers yes we do um jimmy and i have been going to king of the hammers uh, a few years yeah. definitely not as long as other people out there yeah i can um, say that they four or five years yeah i think i've been i think this year will be my fourth year going so and i know i took a year off yeah me in too. there sometime so i went to antarctica oh that's right that was your <laughs> antarctica trip and you brought covid back to the united states I with you did Not literally, but (laughs) I didn't have it (laughs) That's at that time. At that time, yeah. But we did kind of get indoctrinated pretty quickly into things down at King of the Hammers. And, you know, with having uh, the media passes that first year, we really got to go behind the scenes on a lot of stuff and kind of get to see, get up close and personal with some fun things. Yeah. Uh And then, you know, me being a vendor, kind of getting to see... And experience a little bit more of Hammertown, spend a little bit more time in Hammertown, and so we've had we and then working in the pits, volunteering with some teams, we've both done, yeah, and volunteering out on the trails, and volunteering out on the trails as well. So we kind of we went all head in or head head, head we dove, dove in head first. That's what I'm looking for. That you <laughs> and, and it's kind
1: of hard not to. It really if is. you yeah. love this sport and you love the atmosphere and you love the chaos. You know, you're definitely going to jump in headfirst and Mm -hmm. go and enjoy the event as the best you can in multiple different ways. Mm -hmm. So we did make a list of a rough... I mean, we have 15 items, but there's more than one thing going on on an item. So Mm -hmm. a list of 15 things to do down at King of the Hammers. This is really kind of aimed at the person that's never been there before. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's the... Mm -hmm. Uh, if you've been down to the King of the Hammers, you've probably done
0: a Cat lot of, of these. these or yeah. a lot of these, but
1: there's some that are probably still on this list that you've never done mm-hmm. that you should consider doing because they're it's a fun thing to do, or it's mm-hmm. on this list because we haven't done it yet. And exactly. It's something that we want to
0: do. Yes. Yeah, there's a couple things definitely that fall in that category for me. Yeah, man. Um I'm excited. This should be a fun one. When is this this episode's coming out? God, a week before we leave? Or yeah. two weeks, two weeks. two weeks before before we go down, or at least I go down. Mm-hmm. You're still not a hundred percent certain on your plans because yeah. you're get to go see Bruno Mars, blah yeah. blah, blah blah. Yeah,
1: well, <coughs> yeah, well, that's
0: <laughs>
1: and a few other things going on. Uh-huh. But there's yeah, there's, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what my plans are yet this year. Uh, if I'm going to make it at all or some of the days or Mm -hmm. just say peace out to the world and head down there for a good chunk of time.
0: Nice. I I don't know yet. Yeah. Cool. I'll be down there February 6th through the 12th. So driving down on the 6th. So I'll probably get there in the evening time. Um, so the seventh Tuesday will be my first full day there down at KOH in Johnson Valley. Um, we will have a booth out at Hammertown. Yeah. Morflate will. So Morflate Sean will be stocking that this year. So cool. if you stop Good. by, you'll get to say hi to Morflate Sean and uh, ask him about his one chip challenge experience. Yeah. <laughs> or ask him about uh, how much fun he had at the Winter Fun Fest. Yes. Right. And almost rolling the Jeep. <laughs> yeah. And getting really drunk.
1: <laughs> All the above.
0: All the above. Anyways. So yeah. Uh, stop by. Check it out. But uh, it should be a really fun K O H. And so what is something should we, should we just go down the list here? Or are we going to to some extent off? Yeah. They, we're in no order here. We kind
1: of mm-hmm. we're writing down ideas as they kind of came to us as, uh, just one after the other. So mm-hmm. let's just start with, you know, probably the main reason that you are going to King of the hammers is for the 4,400 race. Probably I would agree. Yep. And I think that one of the best events or one of the best things to do down at King of the Hammers is to walk around before the race starts Mm. with all the 4,400 cars lined up, Uh, getting ready to do their like little parade out onto the short course and line up for the starting the race. Yeah. But when they're in Hammertown, Early in the morning, early in the morning when you like, when you're pissed that you hear the race motors starting, you need to be already on your way down to Hammertown Mm -hmm. to, to walk around all of these cars. And you literally are walking between the cars through like passing in front of the cars or behind the cars. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, you can check out everything about the car a lot of the times the racers are just sitting in there waiting to line up they just have a they are sitting in there they maybe have their helmet on they're probably not even fully strapped in they probably should be but they maybe aren't uh-huh. and you could sort of talk to them mm-hmm. if you can talk over their engine yep you know you can give guys knuckles through the mesh nets you mm-hmm. can give tell them good luck you know they'll wave you know and blow kisses back at you or yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah, but just getting down there on race morning i think is by far one of the coolest things that you can do at King of the Hammers.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's just, it's a different visceral experience being there amongst all of these highly, highly engineered and cleverly fabricated pieces of machinery that are just sitting there ready to unleash 800 to a thousand horsepower. Eerie dude. It's yeah, it's, it's something else like the feeling and the, the tension that's there getting ready of all the excitement. Oh yeah. As you're walking through that line, it's pretty freaking grad. I,
1: it's hard to actually put into worms words about how crazy it is. I mean, it it could be like, imagine being able to walk around the NASCARs as they're lined up ready to take off at the start of a race and you can just walk around them. Yeah. And just, you know, talk to the drivers and mm-hmm. say how they're doing or check everything out, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's like that. And you can they're all lined up and you can just be there with them mm-hmm. and you just, you know, you hear people revving their engines, lurching forward a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and your heart is like pounding cuz yeah. it's so loud and uh-huh. so intense and the the fury that's about to take off yeah. and you know, you just have, it's like holding back horses, you know, it it's just <laughs> chaos is about to happen and, yeah. and you're standing in the thick of it. It's yes. just so cool. It's pretty cool.
0: Um, I, I really enjoy that time. Like you said, one of the fun things for me is finding just walking up and down the line mm-hmm. or walking through the line up and down the rows and finding your favorite racers. Yeah. And it's being like, Yeah, good job, man, or or good good luck luck today and give them a knuckle. And they love doing the fist bumps. They love seeing the people. Um, It's pretty cool. It's a really neat experience that you don't really ever get to see in power sports. Yeah, so totally true. Yeah, one that I like to do since we're on kind of the 4400 theme right now is to go out. And after you get done with that, go out and find a spot or go out to your spot to watch the 4,400 race. There's multiple places you can go that have, um, they've been getting really good about putting jumbotrons. Yes. Out in a couple of various places. One of them is out of chocolate thunder. One's at Backdoor. door. Uh, one's there in Hammertown, next to the fire pit. A um, couple of different places to get on the jumbotron and watch the race or mm-hmm. sit near the course somewhere and watch the cars come by.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you have a specific racer that mm-hmm. you really enjoy, it's fun to try to beat them yeah. to obstacles. <laughs> to different points on their track. Right? Yeah. You're know, like, okay, I'm going to be with you at the start or near the start, but I want to see you go through Turkey Claw if they're going to go that route this mm-hmm. year. right? I was at the start, and I by the time I watched a bunch of racers go, and then I got to Turkey Claw, Everybody had already gotten through Turkey Claw, yeah, and so it was like you almost have to get there first, yeah. If, and if that's if they're going that route this year, which I don't know they have, they are. No, nobody knows. I think they're out yet. Mm-hmm. But then you know, oh, when are they going to hit Chocolate Thunder? When are they going to hit Backdoor? When are they going to hit Sledgehammer? When are they going to go through Cougar Boots? When are they going to go over here? Mm-hmm. And you can kind of try to get to those spots before they do, so you yeah. can watch them go through those obstacles, yeah, or find one crazy spot like Chocolate Thunder sledgehammer or some of these crazy obstacles and just sit there and watch all the other rigs go through and see how they do it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's fun. You might be sitting there for hours and no actions happening, but then eventually a bunch of rigs will go through and it's just chaos on top of itself.
0: Yeah. Yep. 100%. And that's kind of one of the other cool things about, um, King of the Hammers in that race is that you can kind of still travel throughout the desert and get to different points on the race course. So, Um, it's kind of neat. Just please, 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 please be careful and very cautious of where the race course is. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And don't get on the race course, (laughs) right? That's extremely bad and can cause some very serious problems. So yeah, I think another great one, or did
1: you have anything else you wanted to say on that?
0: Not really. Um, my favorite spot is, um, typically chocolate thunder. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it's, it has such a great viewing area. It
1: really does. It's yeah. got a
0: great parking area, so it's easy to get in and out of. Um, and it's a it's a great action spot where if you get three or four cars in Chocolate Thunder at the same time, oh, that's fun. Right. People are, <laughs> are driving know? over people. Yes. People are using each other for traction to get up the obstacle. And yeah. it's, it's just, it's really uh, a neat experience getting to sit right there at one of the major obstacles. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think uh, since we're talking about vehicles and uh,
1: getting to check them out, I think another thing that you should definitely do is walk through the pits. Oh, that's a good one. And you could... And there's pit... The pit row and pit area has all a lot of different race teams. Yes. From 44s to 45, 46, 48s. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those are somewhere in those pits at some point. Yeah. Uh, And so you can go... If you get the piss pit pass, you pay for it Mm -hmm. or the hammer town pass. I think it might allow you to have the pit pass at the same time when something like that.
0: Yeah. It's a good question. I haven't looked into that yet.
1: Yeah. Uh, But if, if you pay for the pit pass, you can go into the pits and you can walk around and walk right up to people, Mm -hmm. you know, probably not
0: a good thing to do if they're wrenching on a rig. Yeah. If they look, if they look like they're working kind of feverishly and they're looking a little anxious, just leave them alone for yeah, the time being. Yeah, stand back for a little <laughs> while. Maybe let them approach you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're not and they're
1: just sitting around relaxing, hanging out and the car's out, you can walk right up to them and start talking to them and asking them questions about the car, ask them questions about how they are approaching things, how are they going to do their race, mm-hmm. you know, ask them anything. You can check out the cars when they're not throwing a 1,000 horsepower into your chest. <laughs> uh, but you can check out a lot of different types of vehicles uh-huh. and a lot of different... Of learn a lot about how they're all made and designed and built, and you know you can ask them why some people are triangulating shocks or not, or why are you running trailing arms or not, or mm-hmm. you know any random question, and somebody will be there to answer it for you.
0: Yeah, every every single little detail that's on these cars is chosen for a specific purpose. Every little detail, yeah, <laughs> down to the zip tie tabs, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> the placement of the zip tie tabs. So like. It's it's kind of fun to sit there and be like, oh, well, that's kind of... Why did you guys do this? Why did you put this here? Why did you build it this way? Why did you put this bend here? Why did you notch this here? Why did you run the brake line here? Why did you route this here? Um, and they'll... For the most part, they they enjoy sharing that information.
1: Yeah. So, Unless it's special trade information. Yeah. But they, they'll share it. But mm-hmm. it's, I just think one of the best things about it is... Just getting you getting yourself really deep into the the community Mm
0: -hmm. by
1: just putting yourself in the pits. Yeah, right. And Mm -hmm. you just you can walk around. You can look to your left and go, "Oh, there's the Campbells." And you look to the right and you go, "Oh, there's the Gomez's." You look back to your left and go, "Oh, there's Cody Addington." You look Mm -hmm. the other way and you go, "Oh, there's Sherpa Sherpa Motorsports." Right. You just you're surrounded by you know air quote all these gods of off roading, (laughs) Uh Uh, and it's just awesome to be around and a part of.
0: Yeah, it is pretty cool. And yeah, you can sit down and say hi to the Campbells. You can sit down and Mm -hmm. say hi to Slauson. It's, it's, it's pretty neat the way that this sport has evolved to allow the participants and the, the, um, the people that are there attending to really be interactive still with the racers. So yeah, it's really neat. So while you're at Hammertown in the pits with your pit passes and everything, one of my favorite things to do is just to enjoy Hammertown yeah. and really take it in. And it's, it's one thing to be camped outside of Hammertown and see the gates and the fences up. And you're just like, oh, cool. There's a place over there that's, can, that access is controlled to. Like, no, go in there and go walk and not just walk around but like really understand what it takes to build Hammertown. (laughs) Yeah. Understand the infrastructure that's put in the middle of this desert in the middle of nowhere where that's normally nothing is out there (laughs) and realize that a crew of people build this small town in the middle of a dried up lake bed for three weeks here and um, really enjoy it. There's, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on in Hammertown from the uh all the vendor booths there to the blue island <laughs> the blue island <laughs> you don't know what the blue island is i guess not it's all the porta potties <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> okay uh to the blue island um to uh checking out some of the vehicles on displays out at the booths to um checking out the the fire pit in yeah. the middle of town, the jumbotron the jumbotron um, getting to stand there on the fence, looking at the start finish line, getting a view of the uh, short course from there. um, getting to go walk through the pits, getting to go walk through all the rows and really, uh, I guess, appreciate what they are doing here.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and everything that's there.
1: Right. I think that, like kind of the who's who of businesses have a booth at King of the Hammers Mm -hmm. and to be able to walk around and talk to the owners or employees Mm -hmm. of the businesses Mm -hmm. and really kind of get an understanding of who they are as Mm -hmm. people, Mm -hmm. not just a company is, it goes miles. Like you really understand like is this company just here to make money or are they actually really ingrained into the off-road community and and actually care about what we're doing? Mm -hmm. And you can get that by talking to people at their booths. Yep. 100%. And there's all different types of booths out there. There is. You know, shocks to lights to whips to, Uh, air inflation tools (laughs) to, you know, seven, four weld and Uh uh, the craziness that they build to the tire companies Mm -hmm. to, you know, all of it's out there at King of the Hammers. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep, There's, there's definitely a little bit of everything out there. Um, Toyota usually has a booth out there. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think Jeep has a booth out there too. I wouldn't know. (laughs) That's why I said, I think, Uh, I don't remember. There's another car manufacturer that goes out there. It's probably Ford. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and so there's there's different manuf- car manufacturers out there showing off some of the the fun power sports vehicles that they've built for display stuff. A Toyota last year had one of the uh, Baja One Thousand yeah. vehicles out there, an Ivan Stewart one. An Ivan Stewart one, and that they also cool. brought out the new Tundra.
1: Yeah. last year.
0: Yep, you and I ended up crawling under it. Yeah, they kind of pulled us out from yeah. underneath yeah. it. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like, wait a second. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on around Hammertown. Part of the uh the other enjoyment of Hammertown is the the food and amenities. So like uh yeah. getting a coffee in the morning or pizza for lunch or Dang Brothers Pizza for lunchtime. They're dang good. They are dang good and it's made in a freaking fire truck. <laughs> right? <laughs> They've built these mobile uh pizza ovens out of fire trucks. Brick brick fired pizza wood ovens. It seems kind of backwards, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like you're, you're
1: building a thing that's now containing fire Mm -hmm. from a thing that used to put fire out. Yeah,
0: Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Dang brother's pizza. Uh, if you get a chance, get dang brother's pizza for lunch for sure. And then there's other little food items here and there. If the vendors stay open Long enough for dinner time. Typically, Hammertown kind of starts emptying out, or once the races are done for the day, once things start getting dark um, on 4400 race day. You know, obviously, it's a yeah. longer day because they're doing mm-hmm. a lot of laps there. Um, they'll stay the Hammertown's open and very active through the end of the day. Getting to enjoy Hammertown as well is you know stay around at nighttime during 4400 race and watch some of the cars come off the finish line. Yeah. Because they go up onto the stage, they go mm-hmm. up on stage, and then they get to talk to the drivers and the co-drivers, and the teams get to go up there and kind of have their moment of glory. It's fun to cheer them on, and then they come down, and you get to walk around the cars as they are fresh off the course, which is and see fun the to chaos yes. or the
1: carnage. I mean that <laughs> yeah. those rigs have gone through.
0: Yep. So you can check out the cars in the morning time before they race. And then check the cars after they come across the finish line, across the stage and just imagine the brutality that goes on out there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can seriously spend near a full day yeah. exploring Hammertown. Oh, 100%. If you, and if you include the pits, you could easily spend a full day oh, yeah. in Hammertown. Mm-hmm. There's that much stuff going on in mm-hmm. Hammertown mm-hmm. all the time. Another thing that happens in Hammertown or just outside of Hammertown is they do UTV rentals. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. And you can get on the list early, get over there yeah. early and do the UTV, get on for a ride. I'm not sure if they, they let you drive, but then they have a co-pilot. I'm pretty sure.
0: No, they don't even have a co-pilot. Oh, what they it just is, let you take it. They typically put you in a line, right? Uh, so they have a it. kind of like a follow the leader scenario. Okay. And I don't know if anybody's ever, you know, just got in and was like halfway out in the desert. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going right to go turn. on this loop over here <laughs> <laughs> by myself for a while. But uh, yeah, they Polaris and the other major one—I forget what they are. I'm not a golf cart person, so but they do the uh, UTV rentals or demos. Can, Can-am. Thank you, and Polaris and Can-am. Uh, they do demos. Yeah. So you can get in uh, a UTV and drive it in a line, kind of follow the leader style out yeah. through the desert. But then, and they're not putting. No, they're not. They're They're, they're they're scooting
1: across the desert. (laughs) Yes, They have a specific course. They know how fast you can go in certain sections. Mm -hmm. They know that you're not going on the race course. Mm -hmm. You know, they're keeping everything safe. But, you know, if you're a person like me that has not really had much experience in a UTV or side by side, this is a great opportunity for you to jump in one and try it Mm -hmm. out and explore it and see what it's like. I kind of want to
0: do this this year. It's kind of been on my to do. I've never I'm not. I don't know. For some reason, golf carts don't interest me at all. And I don't know why every time I ride in one, I typically have a good time, but I've never been like, Oh yeah, I want to go over and do that. I've kind of been like, eh, it'd be kind of fun to do, but no, I don't, it's not high on my priority list. Sure. Right. Uh-huh. And so now I'm kind of like, kind of want to do that this year. I think i might have a little bit more free time. So yeah, <laughs> I think you will. Yeah.
1: But it's definitely one of those things. If it, if you're semi interested in it or you just want to try it out, you definitely have to get there early in the day and put your name on that list because you're Mm -hmm. probably not going to be able to get in otherwise. So Mm -hmm. get over there soon and do it. Yep. I'm going to take another one just because we're sort of in the same area. Uh Uh-huh. Another thing you need to do early and it falls right in line with Hammertown is that you need to get, if you're interested in apparel, you need to go get Uh it early because they every year they sell out and there's always people at the end going, oh man, they're out of my size or, oh man, Mm. they're out of a shirt I wanted. Or, oh man, they don't have any more clothes at all. And so if you want KOH apparel or you want the specific KOH shirt, then go get it as pretty much as soon as they open or as soon as you get there.
0: Yeah. That's a really good one because I've gone to try and get a KOH shirt before and they've been out of sizes and whatnot. And I'm just like, Oh, and so I always forget to go super early. I always end up going late, and they're always out of stuff right
1: yeah <laughs> yeah always it it's inevitable,
0: mhm, yep, that's a good one. um, I really enjoy some of the wheeling down there yeah that's I think that's a good one if you're if you have the time to go out and spend a few days before all the races, I'd highly recommend figuring, doing some research, whether that's calling somebody who's been down there and knows all the trails or knows a bunch of the trails or, um, trying to find the trail difficulty ratings or reviews of the trails online somewhere, try and figure out a trail. That's your rig, your vehicle's capable of and going out and going wheeling.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the draws to this area is the difficulty of the trail and Mm -hmm. the craziness that's out there and the, how open everything is, mm-hmm. you know, so there's tons of trails and if mm-hmm. you're down there early, you can get on them. There's days when they're not doing races, mm-hmm. but there are also times when people are pre-running. 10%. So if there's a race car, something with numbers, lights and sirens coming up, you need to get out of the way because yeah. they're, they're practicing. <laughs> yes. And you're <laughs> in the way Yep, and it's, you know, you need to let them buy. They have priority, Yeah, but you can, you're the course is, Open at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, make sure. I think that's something we should also clarify: is make sure that the course is open and available for you yeah. to go on, Yeah. and it's not closed when you do go out there. But mm-hmm. if it's open, you're allowed to be on it. Mm-hmm. You just should give your right away up to a race car that's practicing.
0: One hundred percent. If you but see th- somebody pre-running,
1: get out of their way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a ton of things to do out there. There's mm-hmm. tons of trails. You you know you can hit the same exact trails and everything that the racers are going on mm-hmm. to. And I know one of the places that you and I both really want to go to, and we haven't gotten the opportunity yet is Cougar Buttes yeah. or Cougar Butts. Cougar Butts. Cougar Butts. Cougar Buttes. Or, or, with, Cougar Buttes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cougar Buttes. We want to, uh-huh. like, I want to go see it with my own eyes. I want to go try to drive out there. When I watch it on TV and I see these, you know, the professional cars and drivers, 4800s, 4600s, you know, forty four hundreds going over those things. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look that bad. They go mm-hmm. through that area in a few minutes, Yeah, you know? And then I'm sure if I took Bobcat out there, I'd be like, holy shit, I yeah. can't do any of this. <laughs> yes. And so I think it's yeah. fun to go out and explore these places that the race cars are going. In, and then you get a better understanding of yeah. how fast, you know, they can do the obstacle. Like what did... Ultra Four Jones just did the turkey the uh, claw hammer challenge. Oh, claw hammer challenge! Yeah, you know, and I don't re- know what his time was this year. I didn't see what it was, but it took him like hours
0: <laughs> last year or something yeah. like that. And they do it in minutes. Yeah, you know, in the race cars. Mm-hmm. I uh, think when we went to Turkey Claw last year at night on the night run when we took the Overlander out yeah, there, uh huh, re rim with his snorkel and he got laughed at by people hecklers up on the hill and he still made it to the <laughs> he top. He still kicked ass. Yeah. When we went through there, it took us an hour, hour and 10 minutes to get through. And, but we had a, a couple of hang ups with yep. traffic, mm-hmm. but I mean, it still took us an hour and 15 minutes to go through. Yeah. The at race, least an hour. And uh, yeah, the race cars get through there in five minutes, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's <Yeah. laughs> insane. Yeah. So like going and checking out these trails, like if you can't go drive a trail, go hike sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Go hike King's Graveyard. Yeah, like it gives you so much more, more of an appreciation. Getting yourself into the middle of that trail and being like, they bring a fucking car through here at fifteen miles an hour. <laughs> like, right? What?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Absolutely. I know you. Uh, you mentioned it a little earlier, but another great place to go up and wheel is mm-hmm. to drive up Fisher.
0: Yeah. At night. That's still, I think that might be my top favorite thing to do at Koh. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know why it just, it's something about being up on top of Fisher and a night run and having a 360 degree view of everything around you. You can see lights from Lucerne Valley out in the distance. You can see the entire lake bed that is hammer town and all the surrounding encampments. And like, just uh, because I've done it each year, I have recollections and pictures in my mind of what it was from year to year being up there. Right. And being able to see, Oh, it's just kind of around Hammertown. Right. And then, and then the next year is like, Oh, it's around Hammertown starting to grow out a little bit towards back door, uh, out towards Hammertown and Heights estates is kind of out that building out that way. And then last year it was like all the way out to Turkey claw, like just yeah. nonstop RVs and campers. I wonder if that's the way because
1: they were running Turkey claw last year. Probably. So people went over that direction.
0: Maybe. the the Yeah, the encampment started building out that direction. Yeah. It was really impressive to be up there and just see all the lights and activity going on down below. Um, and it's pretty peaceful up there. You don't get any of the noise from Hammertown, but you get to see all the fireworks going off Yeah, around Hammertown shooting up in the air. Mm-hmm. And then you can start looking and trying to find it's like, where's Waldo? Like, where's <laughs> yeah. the, the giant uh, light-up teepee? Mm-hmm. Where is that at? Uh where's the the light up arch? Okay. For <laughs> for different encampments, right? That you yeah. know about yeah. and things that they do. So, I don't know. If, to me it's fun. You can kind of look around and be like, "Oh yeah, and back doors over there, and you can see a ton of lights hanging out over back door. You can see a string of lights heading out to Chocolate Thunder over on your right down there and Yeah. It's just, it's just really cool and it gives you kind of a sense of again what the hell goes down and what, what pops up in the middle of nowhere when there's normally nothing yeah. out there.
1: Yeah, that is probably what's crazy, but I think it would be really neat and I haven't done it, but I think it would be neat to get up there and to see it at night and just see all the lights mm-hmm. moving in every direction and the cars driving everywhere and the, all the campers out in the back, you know, just mm-hmm. doing their thing and how much light is going on out there. I think mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Another fun thing to do out at night is to go visit backdoor or on <laughs> the backdoor night. Get yourself some backdoor action yeah, or go to chocolate <laughs> thunder uh-huh. at night. Either one of those, there's I there, I don't know which night it is specifically for backdoor, mm-hmm. but there's a night where it's just Thursday night, Thursday night, Thursday night backdoor. That's correct. Yeah. Thank you. Although I don't know if
0: that's happening anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Since that lawsuit or whatever uh-huh. happened that i'm sure it's still going to go down yeah is my guess uh and maybe you should just proceed both of these with cautions you know there it's mm-hmm. there's chaos there's craziness there's you know drunken craziness going on
0: there's you know the wild of wilds is happening yes it is you know it's don't take your kids to to back door at nighttime yeah please let's just put that out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you do what you want with your kids, but
1: you know, it's one of those things that it's correct. It's quite crazy, but it's mm-hmm. also one of those things. that's if you've never been to King of the Hammers, it's worth a watch. Yeah. You know, it's just fireworks getting shot across mm-hmm. canyons, kind of at people, uh-huh. you know, crazy driving happening, people yeah. standing in all around the rigs as they're trying to go forward and big Willie being right down in the middle, shooting off his
0: flamethrowers.
1: Yeah. It's like playing all the music. Mm-hmm. It's, it's chaos. It's wild. It's fun. And it's definitely something you need to check out.
0: Yeah. I, I At if least you, once if you, it, it, it might not be yeah. your thing, <laughs> yes. but you, you have to go and check it out. Yeah. You have to go and check it out. It's definitely something that everybody needs to experience once in their lifetimes. Yeah. Uh, especially backdoor at nighttime mm-hmm. um, chocolate thunder in my opinion is a lot more subdued um, than the Thursday night than the Thursday night at backdoor. Yes. But every night at chocolate thunder is busier than a normal night at backdoor. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, what I like to do at chocolate thunder is I like to go down kind of to the top of the obstacle um, and you can kind of tuck your weight now that the, the big rock isn't there, that typically people have to, had to go around in the past. If they had to boof. Yep. They had uh-huh. to boof around in the past. Um, now that that's not up there anymore, you can kind of stand almost right in that location and everybody kind of comes up, you know, 20 feet, either side of you, 30 feet, either side of you. And it's kind of fun to sit there and watch rigs come up these massive boulders in chocolate yeah. thunder and then work their way up the different lines mm-hmm. um kind of around you with you being in a fairly safe spot yeah
1: sort of <laughs> sort of if you do have the chance to get in a rig and go oh, up that's a good one that Dad, is we didn't a lot have one too
0: yeah. Uh, get a it,
1: ride with somebody, get a ride with somebody or take your own if you really want. I mean, it's, uh, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. I felt much safer that I didn't have my rig in the thick of it <laughs> when uh-huh. I, uh, when I did a ride up chocolate thunder, mm-hmm. but I, and also I did it in, like three times in five minutes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is also pretty nuts. Yeah. One of the winch mob guys. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's a fun, if, once again, if you've, out of the probably this entire list, that's one that I feel that you just have to check out. Yeah, You have to go and see one of those things at night.
0: Uh, you and I think you will. You got to see both of them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Both of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And kind of along those lines with uh, kind of watching the chaos that is Backdoor and Chocolate Thunder. This year, the shootout is coming back to Backdoor. Oh, is it? It is. Oh, yeah. cool. So that's another thing. The shootout is... Impressive. It's very impressive watching these guys come out and they bring like there's a, quite a few rock bouncers, mm-hmm. big time rock bouncers that come up from the East Coast. Yeah, that's and that's all they do. Yep. They come out <laughs> just for the shootout. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just impressive. You thought you think ultra four cars are just this raw energy and fury that's about to be unleashed. And then you watch rock bouncers try and go up these hills that's another level. <laughs> it's of. just crazy. It's a different game, but it's another level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just my word of caution for the shootout. Don't stand behind the cars or behind where the direction that the cars are spitting rocks at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't stand behind them at the start. Yes. <laughs> That's interesting. Why do we know that Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. Cause rocks get thrown at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we were, I forget who it was there, but, um, we were standing like right behind BJ Baldwin. Yeah. At the starting line with our media passes and a rock came flying out and I literally watched it like fly through the air and then come down. It missed BJ Baldwin by two feet and then smacked the dude right behind him in the eye. And that was like 10 feet from us where we were standing. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And the dude just immediately dropped to the ground and I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) that dude lost his eye. Like that's all I can think. Like you just hear this loud thud and it's like a, it was a lemon sized (laughs) rock and it was, uh, it was flying pretty fast through the air. (laughs) Yeah. So so, yeah, be careful. Be smart about where you stand during those events. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, the shootout's fun. It is a lot of fun. It's backdoor
1: is going to be crazy, but like last year it was a very technical, uh, obstacle. Okay. And so it was, um, it was not nearly as concerning about uh, rocks being thrown. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were still people that like got up to the point where everybody was having troubles, and then they just you know put all their horses <laughs> in power uh-huh. to try to get up an obstacle. But then Dave Wong won, where he just kind of putted up it, <laughs> you know, in his four-steer buggy. Uh-huh. But there's still you have to concern yourself with like. They they try to rope the course off pretty well, mm-hmm. but you still have to be concerned about, okay, what happens if this rig rolls? Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of things to think about, but the, the watch these, all the different styles of vehicles try to attack an obstacle in... Different ways. Very different, different ways. ways. <laughs> you kind of learn, like, think about, like, well, that rock bouncer is really hitting it with horsepower or this Wee Rock's competitor is just attacking it with like no horsepower and like a little TDI motor. Uh-huh. Why is one doing better than the other, mm-hmm. right? And you can kind of see where people get advantages or have disadvantages or where things come into play or mm-hmm. how things hurt you or should I have a longer wheelbase or shorter wheelbase. You kind of see this really odd uh, mixture of rigs that are attacking yeah. the same obstacle and you can kind of get an idea of, what rigs work well or what rigs yeah. aren't working
0: well. That's a really good point too. Um, one thing that uh, we always like doing at the shootout is take your dinner with you. Yes. So get a seat early, get out there early to the shootout um, and tailgate it, have a tailgating party. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. And you just kind of hang out there and then the parking lot and areas to kind of fills in around you. And while you're having dinner and then you guys get a great seat, great spot, you got some food, you're hanging out and it's a, it's a phenomenal time at the shootout. Totally. Yep. And then after the
1: shootout. Oh yeah. You can mm-hmm. explore some of the lake bed. Oh, okay. You can do this before or anytime. Uh, really, anytime. Right? But yeah. after the shootouts, a good time <laughs> uh-huh. too. And, and what I mean by more explore some of the lake bed, just like go around kind of to camp to camp. And oh. not, I wouldn't say like impede in people's camps, yeah. but you know, go check them out, go see what's going on, mm-hmm. go check out people's rigs, go try to find the ultra three race, (laughs) you know, go find (laughs) your friends out on the lake bed, see what they're up to. You know, there's just the, the lake bed has so much to offer and so many different things and so many different people, you know, go try and find stellar built and say hi to Dimitri and Mm -hmm. see what their rig they brought out, you know, and I'm sure there's every somewhat, you know, for the most part, all these businesses out there that make are making their own camps and having Mm -hmm. their own, like fiestas and little parties that you can ha- go to and just sort of be a part of and talk, talk things over with people. You know, like I ran into, um, Vern Simons.
0: Oh yeah. That's right. right. You did randomly almost randomly. I was
1: just, <laughs> well, I was on a drunken stroll after the, the chaos of recording with, uh, all the, all the podcasts, all the podcasts. That, you know, from the episode on, that came out on Friday that, uh, you know, I, I walked into a campsite. There's like a few people sitting around a fire. And I was like, I think I know this rig, uh-huh. you know? And I like walked up and I was like, Hey, you're Vern Simmons. And he's like, Simons. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Oh, sorry. And I didn't know if he was being silly to a drunk kid or, you know, uh-huh. or, or not. But I, later I did find out that that is actually how you pronounce it. Uh huh. Same with Marlene, the oh. plant lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but you know, it's like, I fell into a, Decent conversation that I remember a good, probably half of it with him, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. and, I, and he probably remembers me because I probably was not, you know, not very often a drunk guy walks into your camp and has a decent conversation with you, but it can happen fairly often. I can of like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's just, there's things like, I mean, I remember walking around and I ran into grind hard plumbing, you know? Uh, and, yeah. And I've got to talk to them for a little bit and said, hi for a short stint. You know, and there's lots of people out on the lake bed. Mm -hmm. So go explore the lake bed, go see how people are camping, go see what they're doing,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, go say hi to friends. There's,
1: there's just so much to do.
0: I agree. And this is, this is specifically one thing um, that I don't do enough of. I'm usually like, working my ass off every day. So by the time nighttime falls, I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, you don't have to do it at night. I mean, you can go try to find slow county crawlers during the day. Yeah. But see, my problem is that I'm usually like trying to volunteer, do recovery stuff. Um, And so like, I'm really looking forward to this year, getting a little bit more free time and being able to go explore the lake bed more. And so yeah. I want to go over and yeah, go find Dimitri, meet up with him for a little bit. Um, go find uh Borja mm-hmm. and Damshin out the the out of their groups yeah. areas. So there's a bunch of different people I'd like to go and track down on the lake bed and going to get to kind of walk through the lake bed and see what everybody's doing <laughs> is kind of fun for me. I love people watching, so Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that one for sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, this year. Yeah. One thing that I like to that I've done in the past um, and kind of along the terms of exploring the lake bed um, is uh, crash a party. You kind of alluded to it. There's parties and fiestas going on usually at nighttime around uh, the lake bed. And so um, a lot of the vendors out there will throw a party on a specific night. Yeah. So... Uh, like Raceline throws a party. BFG throws a party. I'm pretty sure four wheel parts throws a party. Um, Milestar throws a party. Um, there's a bunch. Uh, almost every big vendor, major vendor out there throws some kind of party. Yeah. Snail trail four by four podcast through a, a little party. Did. Yeah. We threw a little lunch party. Um, And so like go and crash a party. It's kind of, it's a lot of fun. The vendors do it for their to a, almost like an, appreciation for their customers that are out Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And so you can just go and crash it. Um, And I've crashed uh, a race line party before. And that was fun. You got to, uh, I believe Raul Gomez was there with his car. And so I got to look over, you know, Raul's car for a while and got to meet him. And, you know, there's some fun names that show up to the parties and uh, usually some good food at the parties, some good drinks. Oh, what was the... It was, um, was it the slow County crawlers were doing that? Or was that just Edwin's thing? It was Edwin's thing. So Edwin's party last year. Yeah. We crashed that. (laughs) We were invited in a way, but we also, we
1: didn't know it was necessarily going on until like a little bit before. Yeah. We walked into his
0: tent and they had kegs and uh, two pallets of two whatever. Pallets of guacamole, guacamole and chips. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and we ran into uh, Marlon. Yep. Uh, Marlon uh, Marlin Chakowski and uh, Mob Armor. Uh, mob Armor. And
1: um, some gentleman that I know that listens to the podcast that uh, works on that. Off-road video game.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's one of the developers for yeah. the off-road video game that everyone plays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was. It's just fun. It's good The making the connections, doing the networking, meeting people, hearing about their stories, uh, and you get to do a lot of that out at these these vendor parties that happen. So that would be another thing I'd I'd highly suggest doing.
1: Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know that uh, one of the things that both you and I also enjoy is sort of after you've had a l- long night of partying out on the lake bed. You, start, you wake up in the morning, you get your cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and you climb up on top of somebody's RV or yeah. motorhome. Uh-huh. And us at, um, when we camp out at the, you know, in the Heights, we get a good view. We do. There's a good view. And in the morning, there's usually not, it's not very dusty. Mm-hmm. Usually things are, have settled down. You can get a good view mm-hmm. and you can really see the vastness of the lake bed. Yeah. You can get a, Get an understanding of that how small
0: you are out <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, and this I like doing this um, for the same reason, I like going up on Fisher. Except mm. this one in particular is with coffee in the morning. Yeah, so you're just freshly woken up. You're just starting to, you know, once you get up there on top of the the camper, the motorhome, you're looking around. You've got your cup of coffee. And you're just taking it all in. You can start hearing engines starting up. Over yonder. Oh, yeah. Yonder. Engine, you hear that. Some engines over that way. The and, big engines starting uh-huh. in the pits. Yep. And then you hear the trophy trucks rolling by over there and you're like, oh, the day is just beginning and you get all giddy. Then you finish your coffee and then you head into Hammer Town and you go look at all of the fury that's about to go out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's also a mm-hmm. lot of fun to... Grab a like a you know a small thing of whiskey and climb up on top and at night and watch mm. the fireworks show.
0: That is true. Because yeah. there's
1: no fireworks show, but everybody <laughs> seems to have fireworks out there. That is true. And yeah. everybody's shooting them off, all in different random spots. Mm-hmm. And so there's no, I mean, some people will have a little bit like a small finale. Uh-huh. But then there's a firework that goes off over there, and one over mm-hmm. there, and one over there. And you're uh-huh. just like, there's just so much fireworks going on till way late in the night. Yeah. Just don't get too drunk up on top of the camper that you you can't can't get yourself back down, (laughs) but it's fun to sit up there and just watch the chaos of the night go on. Yeah. You know, it's fun. The mellow morning is fun Uh and the chaos at night is fun to look over too.
0: Yeah. I agree. That's a good one. I actually have not Done the nighttime one yet? Oh yeah, I'm just sitting up there with some whiskey and sipping and mm-hmm. watching all the fireworks. You around.
1: Can go hang out with Chris; he'll do it. Oh, perfect. That's, what,
0: that's all. He, since he never really
1: leaves the camp, you know.
0: <laughs> I'm usually creating our, uh, helping create our own fireworks. Yeah, at the <laughs> at the, at at the, the fire, bonfire, the bonfire, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Both you and I did quite a bit when we first started coming down, going down there was. Um, volunteering and really, you know, getting to volunteer so that you get special access to places (laughs) pretty much (laughs) volunteering is the best way to get on the other side of the fence. Right. Yes. And to get the special privilege of being a little bit closer to the action, you got to be safe with it and know where you're going, but volunteering is super cool to do because it gets you into some extra, some fun places.
1: Yeah. So it definitely helps. Uh, you're helping the cause you're helping Mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, the community, you're helping the event, Mm -hmm. but there's kind of a selfish side to volunteering, also. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you get close, you get so you be right up next to the action. You get mm-hmm. to like when somebody's rolled over and they actually need help, you're the person that went out there and mm-hmm. helped them. Mm-hmm. You know, and then people will go, "Oh, did you see that truck roll over? It's so and so," and you're like, "Yeah, I helped roll them back over." Yeah, that orange
0: vest next to him—that was me. <laughs> that was me. I was right there.
1: Uh-huh. You know, it's or you can. You know, you just really get close. You really get to see what's going on. You get to put yourself in a fun spot, mm-hmm. hopefully a safe spot. Yep. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Or mm-hmm. you could be like Lee Lim, uh huh, and do you know volunteer at back door, <laughs> yeah, uh, during the UTV race when it's optional. When it's optional, <laughs> uh-huh. and, uh huh. And uh, the only people that come by is a media crew that expected people to be coming down back door as well, <laughs> uh huh you know, but everybody went the bypass, Mm -hmm. you know, so sometimes it's not so fun. Yep. Sometimes you might get thrown out at a, a random checkpoint and you just have to stop cars from crossing the -hmm. road.
0: Sometimes you get thrown into a Canyon. That's not even being used that day. Yep. Sorry, Clint. Yep. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but sometimes you get close. Sometimes you can kind of
1: request what you want. Mm -hmm. You can kind of leave it open. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, there's also, you know, we, uh, we were talking about volunteering for, uh, King of the Hammers, but you can also volunteer for race teams. That is true. Yep. And so you can help out that, you know, you, they'll send you out to remote pit one or remote mm-hmm. pit two a or two B, mm-hmm. you know, or both for, yeah. you know, for whatever, and, <laughs> yep. you know, your job is to, you know, just stop the car in front of you or make sure it stops on the tarp yeah. or, you know, maybe you're the adding the fuel and you have to have all the special gear or maybe mm-hmm. your job is just to, run around the rig and look at all the bolts and make sure the paint marks are all still in the same spot or
0: uh, replace the driver's catheter. <laughs> replace. Uh, yeah. You can, you can do that <laughs> one, you know, feed the or, driver or some grapes while they're Feed stopped. the driver grapes <laughs> or give them water. Uh, or, and, you know,
1: there's all kinds of little jobs to do. Yeah, And you know, they want a lot of people out there for, in case the rig's broken. And then mm-hmm. there's many hands to make light work and get mm-hmm. the rig going quickly. But you know, if the rig's fine and everything's going well, then, you know, you just, you volunteered your time, you helped out the best you could and Mm -hmm. you know, then the race continues on. So you can help KOH, you can help a race team. You can help communications one way or another. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of volunteering that could be had out
0: there. There's a lot of volunteering that can be had. Um, So yeah, check into volunteering. That's always a fun one. uh, A fun one to do um, for multiple reasons. And I I like it because you get to hang out at different areas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you got the selfish reason. I that. do have the selfish reason there. <laughs> uh, one of the
1: events, uh, we're kind of a little out of order on this one. Maybe we should have done it at a, an earlier point in time, but something that goes on at King of the Hammers and Hammertown at night is the concert. There's a lot uh, of actually events that happen in Hammertown at night, but mm-hmm. one of them is the concert and the concerts were phenomenal last year. Mm-hmm. They were a lot of fun. I, didn't, I haven't even seen the lineup this year. I haven't either. Um, But I'm sure that they, you know, if they're having a concert, go to it. It's a blast. You're having a great time. You know, they're throwing a rock concert or a rap concert or Mm -hmm. country concert on in the middle of the desert. Yeah. (laughs) It's chaos. It's crazy. And that's, that's King of the Hammers. Yeah. That's it right there. Yeah. You know, but I would say, you know, if you ever have the chance to, you know, just, go and partake in what King of the Hammers is providing for you, mm-hmm. you know,
0: to take that opportunity to go do it. Yep. And I believe the concerts are free. Yeah. Like well, they're included with your Hammertown pass. Yes. Hammertown pass. Yeah. And I believe, I think the Hammertown pass this year is 30 bucks for the week. Right. Yeah. So it's like 30 bucks and you get these really world class concerts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For 30 bucks. It's pretty crazy. If you're, if you're into concerts and you like concerts, uh definitely, you got to go check those out mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I thought of while we were kind of, Oh, sitting here, chatting about it, the bonus item, uh, is get a radio and listen in on a race teams communications. Yeah. Which I think is going to be a fun little project that Austin is working on, uh, this year where he's going to be trying to, uh, stream, uh, a race team communications through iRate four by four. So I think that's yeah, gonna be that's re- gonna be I think really it's cool. gonna be kind of neat to just to kind of listen in and and what the race teams are talking about, what are their trials and tribulations, you know. Uh are they, you know, making fun of each other, are they keeping things lighthearted, are they taking things really seriously? Like uh I think that would be kind of fun to eavesdrop and be a fly on the wall while teams are racing. And you can do that um with figuring out what frequencies teams are on.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I've I've never done it in regards uh to getting the Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. But having a TV and the Wi-Fi Uh, going and being able to watch the race as the the live stream through the live stream Mm -hmm. and get an understanding of where cars are. And then you can jump in your rig and you can go to it. Mm -hmm. You know, is one avenue. But I think if you are doing the race comms, uh, you can do that as well. So you can understand where somebody is and then go out there and and go watch
0: them go through that obstacle, which was one of our items as well. Yep. I really enjoyed it. I think it was the first year I went out there, um, went out to KOH. Uh, when we set up the kitchen area, the the grand stadium, Yeah, <laughs> uh, they put up the TV mm-hmm. in the kitchen area. And so you could sit there and kind of hang around camp, uh, hang around with your buddies and, and watch the race on the live stream. Right. I thought that was really fun. Um, and then it really hasn't happened since then. It
1: happened last year. Uh, I think did it? I don't remember. I think mm. it did.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. They're asking for TVs in our camp this year. So okay. I'm, I'm assuming it's happening. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, we have one more item left on our list. Hmm. Um, I have never been there. Oh my God. So it's incredible. Uh, maybe we should have even started with this one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe But we can also go when you're leaving Canyon of the hammers. And mm-hmm. if you're heading up North, mm-hmm. you're probably passing right by this place. Yep. What is it? It's
0: Cafe 247. Okay, and where is that? It is right on the like only corner intersection in Lucerne. Okay. So, uh out of Lucerne, if you're coming out of Lucerne heading into Johnson Valley, um you're on Highway 247. Yep. And there's this four-way intersection and right on the corner is a place called Cafe 247. Are they open 24/7? Uh, no, they're not open 24 okay. seven, unfortunately, but they have some incredible food. They've got some good burgers um, and they have amazing breakfast burritos. Ooh. So, so, yeah.
1: So when you're, if you're showing up uh-huh. in, on the first day and you're passing by for dinner, great uh-huh. opportunity. Uh huh. Or if you're leaving in the morning and you're heading out, mm-hmm. go get yourself a breakfast burrito.
0: Yeah. On e- either way in or out. If you're going by there in the morning, get a breakfast burrito. Yeah. Drop thunder. Yeah. <laughs> That would be funny if their if their menu was named after uh, Hammer Trails. That would be kind of funny. Yeah. That would be cl- clever of them. It would be clever. But so yeah,
1: yeah if, if you're heading south, sorry. Yeah. No luck for you. I, we don't know anything down that way. Yeah. <laughs> we don't go that direction. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll have to stop by uh, Cafe 247 mm-hmm. on one of these times and um, try a burger out or try their breakfast burritos or some mm-hmm. of their other items. But yeah, it's a, it's a cool restaurant. It's a local Um, sounds delicious from everything you've been telling me.
0: It's pretty good. And they do, uh, like live entertainment. They do karaoke. They've got a big, um, stage area back behind the restaurant, amphitheater stage area kind of thing. Um, so they'll do different events on different nights. So if you can figure out what the schedule events is, you can go in for karaoke and a burger or something or, yeah, yeah, it's a fun little, it's a fun little place and some really, it's kind of a hidden gem right there Yeah, on your way in or out if you're coming through the North side. So cool. Yeah. Well, there's 15
1: plus ideas for the first timer to go and try down at King of the hammers, go and Mm -hmm. experience King of the hammers. If you can fulfill all these items that we talked about Mm -hmm. in one trip, kudos to you. Yeah. That, that, that would be a tough feat.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say you and I've been going four or five years. It's taken us. We We still don't have everything on this list. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, so cool stuff, man. I like it. I'm looking forward to, uh, the trip this year and, uh, It's going to be a fun one, I think. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Cool. It's going to be great. If Uh, if anybody has any ideas, any other stuff that you're like, Oh man, you guys are missing out on this. Yeah. Please call in. We want to know about it because I I definitely want to know about it. I'm going to, I'm looking forward to having a little bit more free time this year. Like I keep saying, so I want to be able to to see some other stuff or do some other things. Yeah. So
1: I think that it would be fun to learn. Things that we have no idea about that are mm-hmm. going on down at King of the Amherst. So, if you do have an idea or a suggestion for something that we should do that was not on this list, yeah, please call in. The mm-hmm. phone number is area code 916
0: 345 4744. Sounds good, man. Uh, yeah, if you guys also want to get a hold of us or um, tell us some of your favorite things rather than calling in and letting us know, you can do that through Instagram over at Snail Trail 4X4 or 4X4 Toyota Tyler. And there's also emails that you guys know about. And uh, yeah, that's a, that's about all I got. That's how, how you guys get a hold of us. If you're new to listening to the show, if you've been around for a while, you know the real ways to get a hold of us. I do want to give a quick
1: shout out to an episode that um, Wheeling Wine and Whiskey has done. Oh, okay. It's, uh, since we kind of covered things to do at King of the Hammers, Mm -hmm. uh, they have an excellent episode of what, how to prepare yourself for King Uh. of the Hammers. (laughs) It's kind of, kind of one in the same. If you're a first time goer to King of the Hammers and you are trying to figure out what you need to take or what you Uh need to have with you. Episode 34.
0: 34, 34, how to
1: attend KOH, like a seasoned pro nice, uh, came out on January 7th, 2020.
0: Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It's an oldie. I do think
1: that they're planning on doing an an update to this. Okay. Uh, They've definitely learned a few things since Mm -hmm. then. Uh, we've been, you know, have expanded our, uh, menu and, uh, Uh people attending in our camp since that event, but that if, uh, they don't hear in the near future, make sure to check out episode 34 from, uh, Wheeling and Whiskey.
0: Cool. And if you want to join Justin in a ska band bring your saxophone yeah, so. <laughs> or any other reed instrument. I'm sure he'd be okay with that. He totally would. I just texted him the other night and joked around with him about a couple of things, but nice. um, yeah, that's all we got. Uh, love to hear from you guys. If you have other ideas, send them on our way and we'll help to share the love and share the ideas with all the listeners out there. So I guess without further ado, Jimmy final words for everybody blowing corks out of bottles with gasoline. question mark and with that my friends (laughs) keep crawling So uh, last weekend up in Nevada city. Yeah. I uh, ran into a one handed man in a second hand store. I kind of stopped him for a second. I was like, dude, I'm I'm sorry, but I don't think they have what you're looking for. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just in case you get stranded on a desert Island, make a bonfire. It's a sure fire way to get
0: attraction. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> give a man a plane ticket and he flies for the day but push him out of the plane at 3000 feet and he'll fly for the rest of his life Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all jokes about the desert they fall under dry humor